0: Welcome to. Col- Well, it's the He's back for another go at a diary entry. Sorry, it's been a while, folks. As you've heard on episode 16, and if you haven't heard it, make sure you go ahead and listen to episode 16 of Wisco Dice, the main show. Um, I went into a little bit of an explanation for why we haven't had a Conzies diary entry in a while, but that's largely due to the fact that Paul's computer has basically no longer able to help out with editing or work on the show, so it's really now sucked me back into having to do full time editing, producing the whole nine yards on pretty much the show, which means I burn a large portion of my personal time. So until Paul gets that fixed, uh, the Coensies' diaries will still be. We're still gonna. I'm still gonna work on them. I'm still gonna get them out and do them, but they're gonna be a little bit further apart. They're probably. Not going to be as plentiful as the when I got the first 15, 18 to 20 episodes out. So I do apologize for that. On top of that, I have a huge month of traveling. I was in Atlanta this week. I've got this weekend is pretty much freed up. But then I've got Gen Con followed up by the last G standing in Ohio. So a couple of weekends of back-to-back traveling along with a flight to Atlanta for business. So it was a pretty busy, pretty busy August it's going to be for me. But, that being said, let's go ahead and get on to the main topic of the show. So, today, we're going to go ahead and I want to just talk about my last cheese standing list that I'm going to take to Ohio for that event, and hopefully we'll uh, see if we do pretty good. So, the last cheese standing is basically put on by the Ohio Hammer Boys. It's basically their version of uh, the old Ard Boys event, so it's 3,000 points, pretty much anything goes, special character's. All the cheese, you don't really have to worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Even though I think there is a sports score on it, but whatever. So, I'm gonna go ahead and bring my Dark Elves out to this event. I've been playing them now a little bit more consistently, and since I'm, don't necessarily, I guess I care. I care how well I do, but I'm not, I'm not like gonna be all disheartened or disenfranchised if I, if this event doesn't go perfectly well for me, so. I just wanna have fun and hang out with the Ohio Hammer boys for the weekend and my wife is going with me so I'll get to spend some special time with her. It'll be pretty good. Without further ado, let's go ahead and break down the list. So it's uh my Dark Bringers, my Dark Elf Dark Bringers list, three thousand points. I start out with a basically the unkillable dreadlord on a dark pegasus. So he's got one up armor save with all of the you know, mount save plus heavy armor shield, sea dragon cloak, blah blah blah. Couple that with a Pendant of Caleth um, and the Dragon Helm, so I can send him after things like dies and Bloodthirsters and stuff like that, and usually feel pretty safe about it. I also gave him the Ogre Blade. Now, you'll kind of maybe question, maybe why didn't I give him the Crown of Command. I think the guy, when he does take a wound or so... It's not that big a deal. I'm still making that check on a leader nine instead of a leader ten. and yeah, since he is my only leader ten character, he'll be the general. But considering he'll be so far ahead and away from the army, I'm not sweating that i'm I'm okay with that part of the factor now i and I wanted him to be able to once he gets locked up. One of the things I found is that he'll get locked up. Before I was taking him with the Stummer Crown, I couldn't afford a really good magic weapon, so I couldn't do any damage to things over round after round after round. And so he would, you know, eventually you roll enough say you have to roll enough saves, you're going to fail one or two, and then once you fail three, he's dead and taken off the board, and you've just expended your 200 and some point character plus general points. And accomplish nothing but holding up something for a few turns. So that's kind of my thought process there. On top of that, I'm going to take the L4 Sorceress with Sack Dagger. She's going to be in my in my uh, Spear Elves. She'll join my. I'll have five 47 Spear Elves that I also have taken in this list. She's also got the black amulet. Since I did wasn't able to put the pendant on her, I took the black amulet. Now it was 45 points for a four plus ward save. But if I give her a 4 plus ward save, and now when attacks are thrown at her in combat, I can bounce them back. So, yeah, sure, that was 35 poor points. I don't know how much better that is. But if, if she's going to take damage, she's going to be able to put those wounds, hopefully some of those wounds, back on the unit. So, that, that does the damage to her. And then the sack dagger, of course, just to be able to dish out some death. The idea is, and with the other care, the other, selection i took to the other couple of things i took to help out those 47 spear elves was one if i'm going to take damage on the sorceress i want to make sure that she's there's damage going back to the unit so i can kind of make hopefully make that combat res a real close push on top of that then i've got an assassin i'm going to pop in that unit i really i know what people are against the combat assassins but since nobody really sees them that often they're it's a big surprise for people and To be able to whip out a guy that's got five to seven attacks, that's wounding on threes and hitting on threes with rerolls, is really quite effective. I really do like the guy. He does dish a bunch of damage. Even if I lose his two wounds, he usually does three, four, five wounds, which is enough to help push that, especially on a turn where I've got a mind raiser up or, or a withering on the opponent. The other thing I took in that Spear Elf unit was then the Banner of Murder to give them armor penetration. That just helps ensure that that big horde of attacks help, you know, there are strength three, so I want to make sure that when I do wound things, I have at least some chance of seeing them fail that armor save. So, yeah, sure, that won't kill a lot of cavalry, but infantry versus infantry, that's going to be a pretty good solution. Now, I also have then a Battle Standard bear. He's on foot with the armor of darkness for a one up save and armed with crimson death. Now he's going to join my blackguard. I've got 19 blackguard I took in the list with a full command. And these guys will run seven ish wide. I prefer to have them wider so I get more attacks out of the units rather than having them with more ranks. It's just a lot of points. I'd rather get the attacks. I think they're, they're better at killing things more, more quickly and efficiently. It's kind of goes back to that old MSU kind of mentality rather than having the, oh, okay, well, we'll just sit here and hopefully the ranks will be enough to help swing things. Well, this is 8th ad. Ranks don't swing things, especially when you're tough 3 with heavy armor, so definitely like like that. And then this BSB in there, he's got the Crimson Death, so he can actually kill things with armor saves fairly efficiently, especially since I took the armor-piercing, the other armor-piercing banner in with the Blackguard. So the Blackguard will also have armor-piercing. Again, that's partially to chew down infantry, but it also helps ensure that now I've got a minus four. I've got three attacks in the unit that are at a minus four armor save to help push, kill cavalry like Mornfang. Going on with the rest of my core, I've got a unit of 20 repeater crossbows and a unit of 10 repeater crossbows. The unit of 20, both units I took shields on. The unit of 20, I've got a banner and musician and i should actually go ahead then also and recap my last character i took a level two sorceress with a dispel scroll now my magic other other than the pendant my magic and wizards are exactly the same kit i took at blood and the sun and as you heard when we did our recap of the blood and the sun my dark elves didn't do too shabby i had a i had a couple of losses but it was overall a really good Good weekend for me, and a nice top twenty-five, thirty percent of the field. I think is where I ended up. I got two more core choices that I I took. Uh, first off, I think harpies are obligatory. I don't take I don't take a lot lot of them, and I haven't liked them very well in eighth. not nearly as much as I liked them in previous editions. But there is five harpies in the list. I also then, because just for a lack of me having models, I had to take five Dark Riders with a musician and repeater crossbows. I might as well take the crossbows on them. I I, I like the more shots. It makes them more effective. So that pretty much covers the core. I go into my other special slots. Took two units of shades. Um, I know you've heard me kind of rave about how awesome shades are. The Ballistic Skill 5 is amazing. It really helps overcome the Ballistic Skill problems that Dark Elves have. Yes, sure, I get lots and lots and lots of shots, but until you start sucking up into that 12-inch range where I'm really at risk of my units, that's a lot of shots that don't usually net a lot of damage unless I can debuff toughness somewhere on, on one of those units and then focus fire. So the shades really help because they... They're not, you know, that that extra plus one blisk skill makes it so. Oh, hey, well I'm long range. Well now I need fives instead of sixes when I moved and whatever. And so they can be mobile and and still hit things and and they because they can still march because they're skirmishers. They can march and fire. So they can effectively get a 34 inch threat range with them from where they started out at. I also have and I I take them in sevens. My my thought process is that at least then. I know that a single d6 fireball or d6 strength 4 hits type spell doesn't have the capability to take the unit out, so if I have to, I can ignore that spell going off just to make sure that I'll have that unit still. Remember, in 8th Ed, you get to wipe a unit completely off the table in order to score points for it, so that is a big deal and very important. My other special selection, then, outside of the blackguard I've already talked about, was the... I took a cold one chariot. This is kind of because I just didn't quite have enough points at the end to get that third Hydra. We'll see how the, Hydra, the chariot do, do, does. I really wasn't very happy or excited about it in the Invasion Kenosha tournament. But this list is probably a little more well-rounded, and so it might be a little bit better. It'll be a better combat support for some of those infantry blocks there's still a lot of shots in this unit in this list, but I do have two solid inf- combat blocks and then I have my last two selections as well, which are a couple of hydras so there's a real threat of combat in this list, so my opponents can't necessarily go okay well he's just got shooting I just got a run forward and crush his shooting quick because now they run forward and they give up flanks and stuff i can really jump on them and pounce on them and kill them it's a really nice well-rounded list overall i cover i think all of the phases really well i've got good strong shooting i've got really good strong combat i've got really good strong magic very well-rounded i mean it's certainly got the dark elf weakness of toughness i'm going to take casualties it's just a matter it's just a fact of life there's nothing you can do about it Hopefully, I can you know if I play against something like a Bloodthirster, the you know Flaming Bloodthirster, or a Flaming Gadi, or something like that, that I'm going to be able to tie that up with the Dreadlord really effectively. Even if I don't, those those bigger monsters, whatever, I've got the Pendant save, so I can deal with them pretty efficiently. I've got a Chariot, I've got the Hydras for ramming into combat and/or supporting either either as basically combat machines on their own. Or as well, the chariot certainly not, but the two hydras. Or as combinations to help out and support Blackguard and Dark and the Spear Elves. So I think it's a pretty well-rounded list. We'll see how it goes. I think I'm a good enough player to to play this list well. Hopefully, I'll get a couple of wins out of the last cheese standing. I know there's a lot of games. We'll see see where I end up actually, and we'll will certainly be a something we mention on the main show when we get back to recording from that. So. All right, I think that's about it. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Conzi's Diary. Thanks for listening. Peace out.